0: To the Man Life Podcast, uh, let me just encourage you to subscribe, like, share, comment—everything you can do. Let's get the word out to other men about uh, how to live for Christ. We're so excited today! What a good day! Connor? It is a good day. How was, how's your day? Oh, it's great. Yeah, nice moving weather in the summer. Come on, praise God for that. Nice weather out. Got it nice and cool in here, so we can have the
1: fire. In the yeah, background. it's
0: summer, but we're so tough. That's right. We turn the fire up just to see
1: <laughs> burning calories while we do the podcast. Yeah. This is
0: the other day I was watching. Uh, we had this. We met. I met this new guy at an event I was at, and he's on staff at his mm-hmm. dad's church. Now his dad's like seventy-two years old. Oh wow! And it's just like old school, man. This mm-hmm. guy, he he was a grew up in a missionary family, and so he went to he lived. He grew up in Africa. Oh well. So he's more like, he just rolls with it, you know? He's just like, uh, let's just do it. Let's get things done. So he, his thing, he always says, is, let's do it Africa style. And so his son is like, very, nice very like planned. He's like an associate pastor. And he like, dad, I don't know how we're going to do that. Like, just Africa style. So Africa style. <laughs> so they did a, uh, they did a, on Easter, he was, he was preaching and they had, they had planned it because they have their, oh, they have their, uh, Pyrotechnic license. They can do do so. So they had it rigged up where when he was preaching and he was going to say this phrase, this fire was going to come out from behind him. And so, like, he is, he's preaching. He says, The power of God. And I mean, it like in flames, sparks. It was way more than what they bargained for. And like, literally, he didn't even miss a beat, but like, he was telling us it like it burned holes in his suit jacket. That's that's how I feel right now in front of this fire, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so tough. I can handle it. It's that's the Man right. Life Podcast. That's right. Um, so, you know, I was thinking, I'm a sports fan. I, I love sports. Oh, I love me too. You know, yeah. So I was looking at some of the the famous father and son duos. Oh yeah. In sports, you know, you've got LeBron and now Bronny. Oh Bronny, yep. Uh, you got uh, the, the if you've been around a while, you got the the Mannings. You know, Archie oh, yeah. and then Peyton and Eli. Uh, if you're a baseball fan, Ken Griffey and Ken Griffey Jr., yep. you know, so you got these famous father and son duos. So I was like, we got to get, now not sports, they're not sports <laughs> people, but we wanted to get a, a famous father and son duo, duo on here. And so it's awesome today on the podcast, we get to have Jerry and Cody. When are, yes. they, when are they supposed to meet? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're like, we'll meet them. Jerry's like, let me know and I'll meet them at the door. And so hey, thank you guys for being on today. Yes, 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 uh, nice. Man, we're we're excited to have you on here and uh, and looking forward to just gleaning gleaning from you guys yeah, now. This to be great. Uh, Jerry, you uh, what are you doing right now? What's what's the, the life like?
2: Very boring. <laughs> <laughs> You're retired, right? No, I'm mean, retired, yeah. Yeah. We we had the Sally and I had the cleaners for like thirty years. Okay. Thirty five years.
0: So in the in Canyon, right here right, in Canyon yeah, on the Square, the you had a
2: cleaners for yeah. And we we sold it and just kind of cool kicking back and
0: nice enjoying stuff. Good for you, Jerry. Thirty well, years. I
2: really truly need to find something to do.
0: You need to, You need to find. Uh, well, well, no, I'm not saying go find me something to do. But, <laughs> hey, I bet you we can find you stuff to do. I know you could. Now, Cody, did you ever were you ever at the cleaners? Oh man,
1: yeah. I think uh, I've heard stories that they used to tie my walker up to one of the clothes hang, hanger oh, racks nice. so I could only go in the. Oh so really? Yeah, so I grew up in there. I worked there in high school. I worked through college, and I worked for Jeremy a little bit after they sold it to him. So oh, yeah, that's I'm cool. very familiar saying. with that place. Well, I know, yeah.
0: like I know, my mom worked at a cleaners for, uh, at, for a, a while. And it was hard, man. It was hard work. It is like she she's a hard worker, but she. Was, I just remember saying how hard work yes. it is. So I know you guys know hard work, man. And uh, actually, my mom worked at this cleaners
2: when I was in high school. Oh, oh really? Way. And then we wound up buying it years later. Well, that's while. cool. So anyway,
0: so you're probably did that. Did that do any wear and tear on the body? Feet and legs,
2: ah, uh, mostly from concrete floor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's but a lot
0: of. Wear and tear. Yeah, you you feel that some, right? At,
2: at uh, this age, yeah, it's beginning to catch it.
0: Yeah, I could. Uh, I, I'm sure. Now, Cody, what are you what are you doing now?
1: Well, I'm working uh, at Faith City Mission. I'm a case manager for the Hope Hope for Men's program over there. So oh. we have, yeah, we have a 12 month discipleship program. So we have guys that are trying to recover from homelessness and alcohol and drug addiction. So we have a twelve month discipleship program to help them get That's back on their awesome, feet. Man. So I get to I get to help them find recovery through Jesus, and I get to watch the Lord work miracles come in their on. life that He worked in mine, and I get a front row seat for it, man, and it's cool to watch. That cool is
0: amazing. Watch. How did wow? So how does someone how does someone come to 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 get to utilize that? If a man's going through stuff, how, how do they find out about that?
1: Um, really, we just have an open door policy. Just come in and fill out an application, and we do an interview and. Mm. we got a spot.
0: So if it's really word of mouth, like refer, like if someone's really going through something, someone might refer them to come to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be sure to put all that in the, in the comments, in the the show notes, in the show notes, guys, (laughs) this is new. We're like three or four episodes. (laughs) Hey, you got, you want to make sure you get the show notes today. (laughs) Yeah. And honestly though, like it's, you know, so often I think, uh, in settings when people are, are dealing with things like that, that, churches need to be aware of the resources because it's often like it's not you know we tell people even like with when we deal with marriage issues and stuff my wife and i will tell them we're not counselors you know we're we can help you from life experience and we can go to the bible but we, you really need to go see this person or that person, yeah. and so that's great. That's great information, and how rewarding too! Oh, how man. exciting that you're getting that. It's it's awesome. awesome, and we're, we're going to get into that too. Like just some some of your story and how you've come to that place. But you know, I wanted, uh, I thought it'd be funny to fun to have both of you on here because obviously, with all of our stories, like it's it's not always just about us. It's about those around us, and you know, I I, I was thinking I'm going to ask all of you this question. But, you know, when you grow up with your dad, like there's things your your dad does or that your kids do that are, like, funny. You know, like they have, like, little funny quirks mm-hmm. and things that you that you like. And, and so I'd love to hear some of those from you. I, I know for me, like, with my dad, my dad, he was always, like, uh, <clears throat> you know, physically, like, messing with us, kind of boxing mm-hmm. around or whatever, you know. And he would always get this real uh, – he'd always get this real high-pitched voice and he'd be like, come on, do something. You know, and just kind of knock you around and <laughs> yeah, be playing yeah. with you. And it's funny because I still do that. I'll do that to my wife and she hates it. <laughs> and she, but you know, I tell her, I just am aggravating because that's, I love her. Yeah. And so, which isn't the wisdom for husbands out there, but, but she does that. And Christian would always be like, when, when he was really little, my son, Christian, he would, uh, if you if he wanted to do something and you wouldn't let him do it, he'd go <laughs> I mean his whole like the whole life of God and he would just start walking off like like, like he was, you know, 75 80 yeah. years old. Like he'd been working at a uh, uh a, a cleaner's his whole <laughs> life and his knees were bad. And he would just slowly walk off. And I think it's so funny because like, you know, there's a special bond there like between oh, yeah. you and your kids. But I don't know, like growing up, Connor, what like your oh dad's so God, funny anyway. True. Like, I think he's so funny. What's up? you remember, like, that your One, dad... One, would... I mean, there's a whole list I can go down, but I love it when my dad would say, Son! <laughs> now, son! Now, I mean, that was his, like, go-to. Like, we really did something dumb. He's going yeah. into it. he's about to yeah. go. You know what now son. is <laughs> yeah. now son and then whatever it was. And that was that's probably my favorite. I love um, doing that. I love he's awesome. When I'm guy. around
1: him, I love doing that. Him, you <laughs> yeah. sound like him too. Yeah, you yeah. can
0: imitate him really well. I'm sure you and your brothers imitate him. Oh my gosh, man. But that's the too highest much. is that the imitation is the yeah, highest form. Yeah, plattery. one time yeah. I said it was I can't remember what I said. I said it wrong. <laughs> um so what about you guys? What do you what do you remember? Go ahead,
2: Cody.
1: Yeah. Man, the first thing I think of is, like, like you said, any time that I would be in my feelings or, or uh, throwing a fit, he always had some song lyric that was real cheerful, and <laughs> I, it would just make make it worse. Go <laughs> yeah, go he's trying side. to pick you yeah. up. You're like, I don't need that yeah. encouragement. Yeah. Right oh, now. that's uh, funny. Like, he always had some some obscure song lyric to fit oh, the situation. I love it. <laughs>
0: that's awesome. I think Dad's it's it's your rite of passage to. Uh, to help encourage, but also poke and frustrate right. at the same time.
1: Yeah. And I, I do the same thing with Jordy now. I'm like, You do? Ah, sounds like my dad. How <laughs> awesome. And you catch yourself, probably Like, yeah. Oh my went, gosh. When you mentioned that's walking yeah. off
2: and dropping your head. Yeah. Like, yeah that's oh, what Jordy that's, does. He does that every time you get on to him about something. <laughs> <Yep>.
0: That's awesome.
2: <laughs> well, I can't have, have anything to add. My dad was a very serious person, mm-hmm. he worked away from home quite a bit. And I really. I didn't have a very good relationship with my dad the whole time. Yeah. Kind of, you know. I hate to say that, but that's kind of the way it's the way it is. Yeah, uh, you know, I've always tried to tell my kids I love you. That's one of the things. This, this should be. This is one of the things I never heard from him. Mm. So, oh well, you know, and so it's kind of. Yeah, he was just kind of a private person to himself.
0: But that shaped how how you wanted to be. You took from that what you yeah. can do better. Yeah, yeah and some things yeah. you added. It That's that's really good. But
2: apparently, I probably took some of the other stuff too and at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Because that's ingrained in you anyway.
0: Yeah, it's hard not to. I think it's hard not to. And I think you, you know, like, I think all of us, I think parents, even the greatest parents, really want to do well, but at times they make mistakes. Yeah. It, it, it yeah. is how it is. Yeah. But I also want, you know, as we're, like I said, this is like real men. I want men to watch this and say, um, maybe they didn't have that. Maybe they didn't have that, but you can change it. You know, right. and it, mm-hmm. and maybe it's yeah. steps. You know, maybe you change it a little bit, and the next generation changes it more. Yeah. But yeah. if you have the heart to do that, you can start but you you change the the trajectory and you set in motion how you want your family Absolutely. to be, and uh, and so, I I, I you know. I, I get it I understand you know that's that's good and, now, you know,
1: i was I was quite a bit older before I knew the situation that he came out of so t- you did change that trajectory considerably on. because it surprised me you know being older I was probably 30 before you really told me some of the stuff that you went through so that was it was kind of surprised so. you know you don't
0: know all, <clears throat> you don't know all the things your your dad's go through. Like when they grew up. Oh, they shoulder, oh, yeah. don't they? They shoulder. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I remember like we, uh, I remember a couple of times with my dad, like a conversation that would come up that later, like as I was older and it would be, I could see like, I didn't ever know it before, but in that conversation I could see, and he might not even say the whole thing, but I could see things yeah. he, he that had hurt him, you know, from his dad. And from growing up, that yeah. happens, right? Even if, like I said, even yeah. the best parents, mm-hmm. and you could see a little shaping there that well, took where, place. Where well, my
2: dad came from, he was in the Oklahoma sticks, mm-hmm. you know. Where, I know the Oklahoma <laughs> sticks, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. But when his, you know, back when he was a kid, the more kids you had, the more work you got done. Mm-hmm. There were nineteen kids in his family, so you can imagine the the lack of attention each one of them got. Yeah. So, and I think some of that came across in his raising of his kids. Mm. My dad didn't do that to me, so I'm not going. You know,
0: he didn't see the need, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't modeled for him. Yeah. When I mean, got, he was
2: when you got 19 kids, that it, it kind of spreads things pretty thin. Oh <laughs> yeah.
0: I was talking to someone the other day with a big family like that, and they said it's hard. They said you don't really ever feel like you get the attention yeah. of, of yeah. your parents. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I can imagine you're new kids, and and like mm, the yeah. the the span there would just be crazy, but um. I think it's, you know, as a, as a father, like you, you really have to, you have to fight for those times. And as we're busy, as we're working, as we sure. do, you have to fight for those times to invest mm-hmm. into your kid. But obviously I love that, that you, 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 you took note. And then it really became a reality yeah. when you're like, wow. And then you think, okay, they, they made some big strides. Like you don't always see it until you hear the full story, yeah. you know, yeah. but that's great. So I uh, so um, obviously we know like life's not always easy and so Cody I know you've dealt with some things and you're open about it I'm excited you're going to be sharing at our at our men's breakfast in about a month yeah. and that's going to be so good so yeah, we're looking I can't forward wait to that, for that. it's going to be awesome um, but you've <clears> dealt you've dealt with some uh, addiction in your life which you know so many so many people have and especially into in today's culture so uh, how, what would you say like what what got you off track like just in life and just kind of going down down that road?
1: Really I've, do, I've done some some digging to see kind of where that that started and really I think that comes from like we we started going to, to church when I was about 12 and uh, I got saved at, at 12 and i think really just my misconception of who god was and how god sees me and and being in agreement with lies really got me off track mm. and it was just that being being young <clears throat> and being really immature in my understanding of of god and and what that relationship really is and uh that that got me off track so i had some misconceptions about god and then yeah. And of course, that skewed my whole lens. And then I think through that, I came into agreement with some lies, and they just kind of snowballed. And it was just a whole ball full of lies about what I thought about myself, yeah. and what I thought about the world, and um, the lens that I saw God through. And that just kind of got me pointed in that in that direction. I think that's where it was rooted. At yeah. it was just, and it, and it all comes down to identity. I didn't know mm-hmm. who I was.
0: Yeah, you know, you know <clears throat> there was a. The ministry—it uh, was called Freedom Ministry—that we used to, we used to be part of at another church we were at, and they, their whole thing is exactly what you're talking about. Is people would come and 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 try to work on being freed from things that had grabbed a hold of their life. They would talk about there's, uh, they they would encourage you and teach you to, to pray, and also, but listen to the Spirit of God, yes. listen to the Holy Spirit. And they would talk about there, there's somewhere that the, a, a lie has been created in you, and they would even talk they they would teach on being prayerful about where did that originate from, where did that lie come from? Usually dealing with identity, and and then they and then they would talk a lot about as you as God shows you where that lie developed. Just talk to God about well, God, what's the truth? going into the word and allowing God to shape the truth in you and I remember I remember doing that very thing in my own life just being prayerful about that and saying I was believing some things about God and I just asked God where did that come from and God just showed me something that happened to me as a kid and then I was like well what's the truth and he just pointed me right to the word you Mm -hmm. know about him being a a good father and how he would never leave me nor forsake me and it was it was freeing for me so uh, man, that's amazing. So, how's God brought that into into your life? Like a the truth. How would you say the truth? Well, been?
1: it's kind of interesting the way that happened. Is when I had that life changing encounter with Him. Um, he really just it was like the, the way I describe it was like He showed me this little weed sticking out of my leg. And so I went to pull that weed up and it was like all these roots came mm. up and everything came up. And it was that, that weed was approval of others and needing validation from other people. And as, as he pulled that up, it was like, he showed me how deeply that was attached to every decision I've ever made and how far that lie went. And, uh, and it was just like being unraveled and it was uncomfortable. And, mm. and I was like, well, or just do what you're going to do because this, this is uncomfortable. And then, once he got me to that point he said now let me show you the truth and then then he directed me to the word and then the word came alive and it was like you will know the truth and the truth will set you free yeah. so it was like he shook off all those lies and then showed me the truth like you said he kind yeah. of walked me through those things that's awesome and it man it was just man it was pretty incredible <laughs> oh so like wow. when you
0: so when you are reading the word then like cuz i i mean the, the Bible is life, right? Yes. The Bible like is still, it's, it's, it's alive. It says it's sharper than a two edged sword. It doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so like, what, what's your approach? Like when you're kind of reading God's word?
1: Well, now I try to read it by the spirit. I, I, you can read for head knowledge, but it's not going to make sense that way. So I, I try to ask him to illuminate it as I read. And like you said, it's alive and active. And, and when you do that, it'll read you. That's and good. So, yeah. Um, and the, the, the problem I have is like, I want to cover so much ground. I'm like, I got to read hmm. this and I got to read this. Hmm. But really the point he's got me at now is just staying in one spot and chewing on on over and over until it gets down into the soil of your heart and produces that fruit and produces Come the change. On, man. And it, it's hard for me to slow down because I'm like, but I want to be over here yeah, in the Old yeah. Testament. And so it's he's powerful. kind of got me just slow down and chew on it. And, That's and good. So. Meditate but, on God's yeah, word. yeah, yeah. yeah
0: man i this is the honest truth too. like i'm not just saying this because we're on here together but i haven't <clears throat> i haven't been a, around you for a while so like i know because uh you came to our church for a little bit when you were kind of coming yeah you know into this place of freedom and and uh and then you you're now planted in another church which is awesome which i know you're doing we're so excited for you Amen. but i can see like even then too, I know you were doing good, but I can see a difference and not just because your hair's short, <laughs> uh, but I can see a difference in your countenance and that's the honest truth. And I feel like that that that's a, a testament to what God sure. is doing a- stirring you through his word. That's so awesome. Can, now, we,
2: can we go back to where the, when he was? He yes, I was going to gonna hit you. I'd love to hear. I, I would like to tell, you know, if there's some parents listening that, that have this problem with their kids, <clears throat> not to give up on them. Amen. Uh, and you want to sometimes. And, but, see, Cody was premature. He weighed three pounds when he was born. So we kind of cuddle, cuddled and, yeah. you know, everything from the day one. But when you see him doing that, you want to fix it. Mm. You want to do what you can to mm-hmm. fix it. So you do things that really aren't fixing it. Yeah. You're covering it up. You're helping them. You're giving them something that they can use for, for something else as far as money. You don't want to see your kid on the street with no money, nothing to eat, and all that kind of stuff. But uh, that you have to set boundaries. That's yeah. that's the whole. Yeah, and we didn't do that.
1: Yeah. Mm. And, and, yeah. Go ahead. And we were talking about that earlier. And when somebody's in active addiction and they're under the the control of that thing, manipulation is just like second nature. There's like we're really good at playing those things to our advantage and and pulling on heartstrings mm. and without a second thought because. That's just the nature of the beast. Yeah. And so when they finally did cut me off and set those boundaries, that was a a big catalyst to to me coming to the end of myself and, and hitting that bottom. And that was a, a part where where uh, the Lord got me alone, just me and him yeah. was after I had burned all my bridges and, you know, had <laughs> gone to the end of those roads. And so it was just me and the Lord and uh, that was a big a big part of wow. my turning point. Yeah, that's hard to do. Bro. Yeah, hard oh, to so, okay. yeah, I can't even imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: It, it is hard to do to just cut him off, but you know you you have to be real careful, or you become an enabler. Yeah, by giving them stuff and doing stuff for them and renting them apartments, so because they don't have money for their
0: own, you know that all
2: that kind of stuff. All you're really doing is enabling yeah. them to continue
0: doing what they're what wow. doing. How did you? So I know you, I know you're a man of prayer and <clears throat> and faith. So how did that? You know what was your prayers? What did even for not just for Cody, but for yourself to to be at a place where you're like I gotta, I gotta do this. I gotta, you know. Yeah.
2: Well, I don't, Connor, did you ever meet Sally? Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I don't think you ever did. Did you? no, I didn't. Sally passed away about two. My wife about two and a half years ago. She was such a strong lady, uh spiritually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah and, amen. you know. And we got together. We pray, and then we do. We try this, and we try that, and. So we just came to the end of that thing where we, we can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, we cut him off. And I think he told me that the, that night that he had the counter with the God that that uh, he tried to call people, he tried to call everybody, tried to, nobody would answer their phones. Wow! He had no way of getting a hold of anybody else. But you know, that was, that to, to me, that was a hard thing to do. But I yeah. knew with Sally and you know, she's, you just have to know Sally; uh, she's very strong. <clears throat> but we we sit out. We decided this is what we're going to do because this isn't didn't work in any other yeah. way.
0: So. Uh, but you were joining together. You two oh, were yeah. joining together oh, in prayer. Absolutely. And on the same page. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that's a yeah. big thing because I'm sure that's hard. I'm sure because <laughs> yeah. I could see where one would still want to. One would, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. But it worked. <laughs> yeah. yes. it i mean god it
0: god obviously redeems and restores and and uh and isn't it it sounds like to me from what you're saying that you would have a uh in times of crisis you would have a cycle of if you were trying to call everybody maybe that what you did or and then i mean
1: well i mean i was i was good at, at playing the game and 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 getting what I needed out of whoever that's, that's just comes with the, the territory. But yeah. the, the, there was two nights that I had uh, encounters with the Lord. One, I didn't realize at the time. And then later he walked me back through that and it wrecked me. But that was the night that I was, I was in Lubbock. I was stranded in Lubbock and I, I was trying to call him to come get me. I tried to call my sister and they were like, we we are we're done. Yeah. And that, that was one of those times where the Lord got me alone. And I didn't realize that one at the time, but then, then the next one, I remember feeling restless, and I was like, I thought I was having a mental breakdown. And I was like, I gotta, I gotta talk to somebody, and nobody was there. And the Lord was like, It's just me and you, buddy. We're gonna, sit. <laughs> yeah. we're gonna, here we go. And yeah. I was like, Okay. And it was a uh, wild, wow. amazing experience.
0: That's awesome, and awesome too. Now you get to, you know, help people. Oh, You're man. helping people.
1: Oh man, just that the Lord could take the mess that I made and flip that and use it to help somebody else get out of that mess. That's what he does. And I just get i get a front row seat to watch him do it over and over and over. And it's,
0: man. Well, that's, you know, God doesn't bring those things on us, but he sure will use them oh, yeah. for his glory. Yeah. And that's what he's exactly. Yeah, People, I, I appreciate evil. that you don't try to hide. So often I think people are so nervous about what people yep. are going to think. And they try to hide those things when those are the things that God wants to use yep. for yeah. his glory.
2: You know what I mean? Well, I've heard, you know, that God will take the worst things of your life and make a blessing out of them. That's mm-hmm. right. And that's exactly what he's doing. If Cody hadn't gone through all that, he wouldn't be able to relate to these guys that he's relating to. That's, right. that's right. So, mm, yeah. you know, I'm not saying he he made Cody do that,
0: but he no no, 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 no. Turned a message into a message. But God will yeah, use it. It, exactly. it makes me think yeah. of my father. My father uh, was, you know, when he was young, it had issues and had run into things and And so he ended up being a a prison chaplain and he had, he, you know, again, not that he had to do those things to relate. God can use anybody, but because he had went through some things, he could, he really could relate and help and helped a lot of men. And, and so, and I know that God is doing the same with, with you. So that's awesome. So yes, so good. When I say this, when I say the name Jesus, what is that? What comes to your heart and your mind? Jerry, why don't you start?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, give me. Let me think about that. Okay, ahead, then, ahead, then we're go gonna. Switch.
1: Man, the first word that that comes into my mind is just the Redeemer. Like, yeah, man, that's 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 the first one, and just love. He he, like we just said, he redeemed the mess I made and gave me new life and. And freedom, freedom is a big one yeah. because I was so bound up and, mm. and he set me free. And who the sun sets free is come free on. indeed. Yes. And uh, that's what Jesus is. To Man, me.
0: come on. He, you know, what's been on my heart this year so much. I just, <clears throat> I, was, I preached at a friend's church yesterday. And uh, Matthew nineteen twenty six 26 has always been a scripture that I've loved where Christ responds with "With man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are yeah. possible. And specifically with people. He's been reminding me all year, no one is beyond my reach. Yeah. No good. one is beyond my reach. Because yeah. I think at times we see people like, gosh, how can that ever happen? But just to hear you say mm-hmm. he is the redeemer, he brings freedom, and, and he can set the captive free no matter how deep it seems. And so... Yeah. Man, I love Jesus. I, and I, I'm so thankful to, to hear, I love hearing the perspective of the men talking about who Jesus is. Yeah. So Jerry, what?
2: I, I would say probably Savior or, you know, he's a, to me, what he is to me is, every, <laughs> he's everything actually. But, but you know, he's a friend. Yeah. Uh, first mm-hmm. of all, he, you know, somebody that you can talk to. And he's just, uh, he's there all the time. Yeah. He's a, he's a Savior. He's just uh it's just everything. It's a relationship. Yeah, right? a relationship. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just uh, you know, I'm I'm seventy five years old and I've been doing this for a while now. So it's it's uh I think Sally and I had been at the the church we're at now for about thirty years. Wow. And I I wish we had some time I'd tell you about some of her stuff, but <laughs> no, uh, he's always there. That's the thing. Yeah. With me and with the Lord. It doesn't matter what's going on or what's not going on yeah. at the same time, but he's always there for you. Amen. So uh, whatever that turns out. No, that's amazing.
0: <laughs> so if you had, Jerry, we'll go with you. You got to go first this time. You can't pawn it off. <laughs> so if you had one piece of advice that you could give to the men out there, what would that be?
2: Okay, you're going to think this is weird. But there's, a, <laughs> there's an Oklahoma philosopher Name Garth Brooks, <laughs> you know him? Oh yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, love him. He has a song that says, what if tomorrow never comes? Mm. You know the song? Oh yeah. 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 Uh, and I think that's the, the attitude that we need to have is what if tomorrow never comes? Have I done today? Have I told my kids? Have I yeah. told everybody, that my friends, what they think, what they mean to me you know, and everything? You know what if what if tomorrow and there's going to be that point yeah. where tomorrow doesn't come, uh, and I think we take things for granted sometimes, like our, yeah, like our wives. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I did, and that, that that day didn't come. Yeah, and you're going, wow, I wish I had had time to say some other things.
0: Man, mm-hmm. that is that's, that's deep. That's deep. That's great that advice to like live live it like yeah. it's the last day. Yeah. Man, don't put things off because there might not be a chance right. to do
2: it before. We're later.
0: Learning from me, sir. That's awesome. Cody. Hey,
1: one piece of advice. How much time we got? <laughs> <laughs> I think well mine is, is two parts, but and it's it's not just applicable to me and it's applicable to everybody, but it's it's something that I, I tell the guys that I work with a lot and it's something I try to apply in my own life. Um and the first part is don't Neglect the word. And I think, like we talked about, what, what got me off track in the first place was that I didn't, I wasn't in the word. I kind of mistook the doing the things for God than over just being with him. And so, so I think the word's important. And, and like I said, I had been in agreement with so many lies and if we're not in the word we can't distinguish the truth from those lies that's right and so we and I think we like to we like to take those little one-liners and, and apply it to everything and that's not really how it is and I'm not a I'm not a big demon hunter or, or one to give the enemy too much attention mm-hmm. because he's already been defeated and he's been yes. publicly that's shamed right. publicly shamed and disarmed but the only way that he gets power is if we come into agreement with him and if we're in agreement with him it's because we we don't recognize the truth and the lies. And we do that by being in the Word. That's right. To right. so be transformed by the renewing of our mind, we Come do that on. by the Word. Amen. And, then, and I can't say that without saying, uh, don't neglect the secret place. And I think, again, in my early walk, that's something that I didn't get a grasp on. And uh, I think we need to kind of ditch that grocery list mentality for prayer. Lord, give me this, bless so-and-so, or, you know, yes. this, this list. And uh, and just get into the, the secret place, and I think we need to listen at least as much as we talk, uh, if not more. And I think that's something that that we kind of miss. So and, good, uh, man. You know, it says that what's done in secret will will be brought into light, and I think we tend to think of that as like hidden the, hidden the bad things, yeah, yeah, yeah. secret sins. <clears throat> but I think it's also it is that, but it's also the good things. What your heart posture is in prayer is going to come to light and you know in the light. Sure. So if we're if we're praying interceding for others but it's really just gossip like lord I'm praying for so and so cuz he's got a bad attitude and you need to straighten him out or whatever that's going to come to light. But if we have that lord show mm. me how to love this person even when they're difficult and we have that heart posture in the secret place then it comes out in in light. Man. And man I I s- I hear people say I don't I don't hear the lord speak. Well, it's cuz we got to stop talking sometimes. Mm. And that was something that that I I had to learn is like just be still and know that he is God. And that's yeah. when He's He gives you downloads and man. So those are the two things that I think I missed early on. Yeah. That, that sent me down that spiral. So that's my stuff. That's, that
2: that's my kid. That's your kid. Come on. Listen,
1: I I,
0: I just is so fresh in my mind because I just preached about this, but it's actually in light of what you're saying. I think you're looking at my notes. Like, <laughs> you know, I we contrasted in the message yesterday, I contrasted the rich young ruler in Zacchaeus and i said it's easy as men to be insecure and so often we approach things with wanting to be validated Mm -hmm. and you were talking about this so we were like i I point to like i want my wife honey look how good i did on this you know I, i want that validation and it's easy to carry that over into our walk with god the rich young Zacchaeus all he wanted to do was see jesus the rich young ruler wanted to be seen by Jesus. He wanted to be validated for yeah, what good. he was doing. So we carry that over to God. God, look, I, I've, I've read the Bible this long. Look, yeah. God, I, I, I prayed this long. When with what you're saying is, no, we read the Bible and we spend time in the, in the secret place to know him yeah. better. Yeah. It shouldn't be just so he, he sees us. He sees us already. It's mm-hmm. to know his heart yes. and to catch his heart. And we have to have that if we're going to live in victory and the freedom that you're, yeah. you're talking about. And man, that is just powerful, powerful stuff. And, and we're, I'm so thankful that, man, this is amazing. I, what God has done in, in your life and, and, and Jerry, you just leading as a man of God, I love to see the example you've given. So thank you for sharing today. Thank you both for being here. And just remember, everyone, uh, you can subscribe, like, comment. This is awesome. You got to share this with someone. Mm -hmm. I believe it's going to bring freedom to people. And remember that we're just men, real men, trying to live like Jesus. We're done. done. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Man.